This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome again to Diversity Bites. If I seem happy today, it's because we finally got some construction done in uh, the study downstairs where I normally record this, so I can move back down to my regular space, which is better for recording for myself and for my family uh, as well. If I look a little bit unhappy today, it's because this is my second time recording this episode, because this was the first episode I recorded today, and then when I recorded the second episode, I uh, didn't do something I should have, which would have recorded it in a different space. So essentially, I, re- I re-recorded a new episode over this episode, so I'm having to go back and do this again. But no matter, um, you will get the benefit of better quality since this will be the second time going through it. So today I want to talk about a topic near and dear to my heart, which is innovation, and specifically innovation, uh, talking about diversity and the value of diversity of thought and how oftentimes we may think that we're getting the benefit, but in actuality we are not, and that's because of our own limitations or our ways of thinking. So there's this thing that happens where, uh, in terms of the difference of how people process uh, thinking and their ideas. And as we start out as children, we have something that's called lantern consciousness, right? So what that means is your attention is sort of more widely diffused and you take in information from, you know, all different parts of your field of awareness. And that makes a lot of sense because you don't have a lot of experience to draw from and you're learning right through that intake. As we get older, and it's a mark of you know your brain developing, we also gain something called spotlight consciousness, right? Which is a hallmark that exists in adults, but not in very young children. And this mode allows you to narrowly focus on a goal, right? To really um, look at it intensely and to ignore other information so you can have a deeper sort of thinking, processing, and understanding of a specific thing, which requires you by virtue of that mode to actually cast away other competing information that doesn't pass through sort of the filter of your consciousness which you've developed. Now to be clear, both sorts of consciousness are useful and helpful in different contexts. It's not that one is superior to the other, they just have different purposes and that's why they both still exist in us as adults. What I would say is most adults, we default more as we become more expert in things to more this spotlight way of thinking about things. And this can be a challenge because a lot of times when you have diversity of thought and different ideas, someone else's spotlight is not going to align with your spotlight. So often you will dismiss, cast aside, say that doesn't make sense ideas, which actually could be the next best idea. They might not be, but they could be. But if they were, you wouldn't know because your consciousness is so focused on what you know and what you're used to that it does not allow any diversity of thought. So imagine a manager says to their team, I want to hear your ideas, you know, anything goes, let's be really innovative this year. 
And then everyone gives all their ideas from their different perspectives. Uh, and then the manager says, no, 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 we can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. Make some minor nominal adjustment, but really you're left with the same exact process which they came up with, which they're comfortable, and which, you know, in their mind, logically, reasonably, is the best way to do things because that's how they're focused on things. They never, your other ideas never really had a chance because of the approach that they were taking to viewing those ideas. And why does this happen? Another reason why this happens, and, and I learned this, um, I was studying a little bit and reading, and I came across uh, a Dutch postdoc, Mendel Kalin, who had a really, really great metaphor, and you know me, I love metaphors, had a really, really great metaphor about um, the way some of the processing in our brain works. So if you think of your brain as a hill, covered in snow, right? So your brain is a hill covered in fresh new snow. And your thoughts are like sleds gliding down that hill. And as one sled after another goes down that hill, a small number of main trails will be formed and begin to appear. And isn't it interesting that every time a new sled goes down, they tend to be drawn into those pre existing trails, like a magnet. So those main trails are sort of our normal way of thinking, our well-traveled sort of neural connections and thought processes, and they're what we naturally default to. And that in and of itself is not a bad thing, right? There's an efficiency, there's an expertise, there's a learning that happened that created those main trails. However, it can be really difficult for uh, other great trails to be developed, not because they're not as good, but because everything always defaults back in to those pre-existing trails. And that can be the challenge of innovation, even if you have diverse teams. If you have managers who are not able to expand their minds, have a spotlight consciousness at the right moment, who are not able to understand that just because something's obvious and makes sense to them doesn't always mean it's the best idea. It may just be the most well-worn and well-traveled trail in their mind or in the organization. So if there's one thing I could ask you to do to kind of drive home this thought and, and reflect on this is think about how do you make your snow fresh when you're trying to innovate, right? How do you keep your snow fresh when you're learning from diverse team members? Because the default is to reject the new and to go with what you already know. And that's not a bad thing, but it's not always a good thing either. Well, thanks for listening to Diversity Bites. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. If you'd like to get access to exclusive episodes, bonus content, and other benefits, all while supporting the show, click the subscribe link in the show description or episode notes. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, Diversity Bites, belonging delights. <laughs>